But tell me, just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. We want to be free to ride. We want to be free to ride our machines without being hassled by the man. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Welcome to another shit show on the Biker's Lifestyle Podcast with your host, Dirty and Tank. So here we are with uh, Bry the Biker, uh, most popular YouTube channel on planet Earth, Bry the Biker on YouTube. Also the uh, podcast. Yeah, you. That oh, guy. it's like, is, is there another one? <laughs> like, wait, is Shaggy back? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Where? But yeah, and uh, also uh, Beyond the Biker podcast too, yeah? Yes. Yeah, yes. on Spotify and everywhere you can find uh, uh, yeah. podcasts, yeah? Yeah, we've uh, kicked that off. It's It's been a little bit of a hiatus since I came over to work with Hollywood. But uh, coming, coming Chris, well, once the new year hits, I'll be back at it for the weekly podcast on my own stuff. Sure. So you're kind of yeah. a big deal on the internet then, huh? Nah, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, for, a little bit. for the size of my channel, you know, it's decent. It's And, and that's nice of you to say. It's been, um, I don't know, what's it been? About a year and a half, you know, and I just kind of jumped into it head first to try and learn video. And then uh, the podcast thing came to me from sort of a fellow podcaster that was like, hey, you know what? You should just do a podcast. It'd be fun. And I was like, all right, well, you know, we were in lockdown. There's nothing else to do with my time. <laughs> Might as well start a podcast. Well, then we got to get into it right away. So. We're just going to get it over and done with because otherwise it's going to fuck up the whole goddamn podcast. And I'm okay. sorry I'm swearing. On, I'm sorry I'm swearing. But no, he's not. Anyways, do you? <laughs> not really. Yeah. But anyways, here's the thing. There's this topic that's been dividing the country for the past few weeks, and we need to get your hot take on it because you're a big deal. Okay. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. They recently became a couple. I'm not How do you sure feel about that? I don't are they the I super couple it. or what? No, but we got J Lo's back with Ben. J-Lo's back. So Benifer's back. Benifer's back. Ben and uh, Ben Affleck and J Lo back together. This is news yeah, to me. Yeah. What happened yes. to that fucking chick that played Electra or whatever the fuck her name was? Uh, I don't know, but that that's more concerning. Pete Davidson's kind of yeah, he's. Well, a lot of people are upset with Kim because she was wearing Kanye's shoes when she was on a date with Pete Davidson. I don't know if you Who know that. Who the fuck what? cares about this? Who cares? Yeah. The country, man. Who cares? The whole care. world cares. No, Let's they don't. talking about it. Let's, let's talk about something about else. It. No, you know what I want to talk about? I'd be more talk... upset that if she had a Can-Am, then I'd be pissed. But, you know. Can-Am spiders are not motorcycles. They're not. No, but they're not. Grass, grass in the road is very dangerous, and Can-Ams are very bad. Both of those statements are I'm not true. I understand true. that. but <laughs> Semi-true. I've ridden through grass glass uh, grass clippings a lot, and uh, you didn't die. No, no. yeah, it's no factor. It's just no factor. become a meme. Rode through a ton of them today. I did not die. Is it like a boomer thing? 
It must be. Tank, is it a boomer thing? No, it's not a oh. boomer thing. Get out of here, man. Well, I was just asking. Here, I don't know. Fuck you back, okay? That, wow. Christ. That escalated quickly. No, I know. What I want to talk Holy about, fuck. what I want to talk about, you must have seen in the news, like Alec Baldwin's coming out today to say that how the gun went off all on its own. A single action revolver, and it went off on its own. Thoughts. First of all, it's a double action. No, his was a single action. No, it a... it's a double action because you have to cock the hammer back and then pull the trigger. That's called it a, a sing. It's called a single action, though. You're absolutely right. You know what? I fucked up. Yeah, it's yeah. a double action trigger, but yeah, I hear what you're because saying. A, a double a double action cocks itself after the first shot. So you shoot Going it once off the rails real quick, isn't it, Bry? My biggest thing is all the Hollywood people are anti-gun, and then the guy goes and shoots somebody. Like, how do you how do you get away with that? Well, I mean, a month ago he was crying boo hoo. I, you know, I, I didn't mean to shoot him. I didn't mean to shoot him. Now we are a month later. Oh, it went off on its own. I'm sorry, that just doesn't happen. No. Well, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe he has some issues medically. Yeah, well, he's got issues, all right. He's fucking Alec Baldwin. He's fucking <laughs> married some girl named Hilaria for crying out loud. Hilaria. Who names her kid Hilaria? Alec like Baldwin. Alec. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> no, his wife is Hilaria. Love hey, it in anyway. Rock, though. Bad luck. Anyways. Anyway, I mean, anyways. Anyways, I just, you know, like Alec Baldwin, what the hell? Come on, man. Alec, you're better than that. Well, we thought so, but you're not. He made a great Trump on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. God yeah. bless. Yeah. So, Brad the Biker, what's your channel all about, man? So, oh, that's a good question. So, I primarily focus on installs and reviews. I do a lot of... Um, motorcycle install stuff with um, either lighting, seats, windshields, um, do a lot of gear reviews as far as like gloves, jackets, boots, heated gear, stuff like that. And then I have my uh, Beyond the Rider podcast series, which is on YouTube as well as being on um, on Spotify and all those. So it's just, and, and I focus a lot on mental health. It's in a topic that's important to me. And I just try and, um, you know, I just try and have fun with it. I, don't, I try not to take it too serious, but at the same time, I try and, uh, you know, be an active part of the community because the community, the motorcycle community is fantastic. No, I, yeah, we, we uh, actually just did a uh, whole thing on mental health uh, for Thanksgiving because uh, we know the holidays and yeah, well, you know, I mean, look, it, it, we all know what it's like. I mean, well, you're in New Jersey, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm in Wisconsin. Tank's fucking asses in in Florida, so he doesn't he doesn't count right. right now. But we all know what it's like having seasonal depression, right? It's cold outside. It's hard to ride your fucking scoot. Next thing you know, there's fucking snow on the ground. Salt trucks are out. Blah blah blah. So yeah, we figured you know, and not only that, but let's be honest, man. If you're in this fucking biker lifestyle, some sometime or another, you're gonna run on run into shit, you know. Yep. I, so, I applaud you guys. I think it's a it's a it's a topic that's not sexy, but it's it's a topic that needs to continuously be beaten for sure. Are you going to make those shirts? What's that? No, you know, maybe, maybe I don't know. That, no, we no that that'd be awesome. I, I think it's uh, I I think it's it, it's great that you guys are doing that. It, it's um, it's something we all need to be reminded of, especially in the the culture of motorcycles. You know. Everybody tends to uh, try and bury their issues rather than deal with them. So, yeah, so what, so what made you want to start a... Away, yeah. yeah, well, there's that, yeah. Go ahead, dude. Go ahead. What you guys are talking about. 
<laughs> but no, I mean, uh, so what made you want to start a YouTube channel? So I do video production for my job and I wanted to learn editing and I wanted to learn trying to do something a little different. I grow powers before we bought the, we bought the ultra limited and I was like, yo, you know what? This would be kind of cool. Like to make some videos, have some fun with it. And uh, for me, at least, I found to learn editing and learn you know, all the post-processing and stuff. I had to do something that I enjoyed doing rather than doing just sit talking head sales videos. So I just kind of messed with it and uh, it just started becoming a thing. You know, it's just, I, I kind of fell into it accidentally. So what would you say is what you're trying to get across on your channel? Like what, where do you want it to go? Where do you, what do you want it to do? I want to do more. I like doing the installs and the reviews. The difficult part with that is because if you become a, a fully review channel, it becomes difficult because then you have to really worry about your branding and whether people trust it. So I'm really trying to ride that fine line between doing installs, doing reviews, things like that, and still keep it organic. I don't want it to seem like it's a giant sales pitch every week. Right. But it's something that I enjoy doing because I enjoy, you know, I'm a former IT guy, so I enjoy tinkering with stuff. So I really like playing with the, uh, you know, with the parts and doing doing the stuff, you know, and I only do, you know, that's the stuff that I do. I don't do maintenance on my bike. I'm not a wrencher in that sense. But um, th that's the thing I sort of want to focus on. And then that kind of spun out to do the interview series where it's just kind of learning about people, you know, in the community and in the lifestyle. So what would you say your best product is that you've reviewed so far? Best product I reviewed so far. I'm a huge fan of Indie Ridge. Um, I actually work with them. I have pretty much all their products. They make boots and gloves and face masks. Um, I'm a huge fan of their boots. They're really comfortable riding gear. Um, as far as for the bike, I'm a huge fan of Custom Dynamics and I just bought a Mustang. Mm -hmm. Uh, super deluxe touring seat. Love that seat. Seat's fantastic. Right on. It's, uh, it, it, uh, I had a Harley Hammock before that for about a year and a half. And it was a decent seat, but it, it broke in too fast. And I felt like it never really held up. So the, hmm. the, the Mustang seat really stepped it up as far as, you know, comfort for the Ultra. Dirty, you want to talk about the seat on your Road King? Well, the seat on my Road King is basically a fucking uh, piece of fucking wood. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Well, here's the thing. On my Road King, I have a three-inch drop seat frame. Okay. And it's made by Fat Baggers. So basically, the only seats that go on it are Fat Bagger seats, and they're all low profile. So I have oh. like one inch of foam. Yeah, but, that's not good. Well, see, you... I'm pretty fucking hardcore, so I fucking ride it across the country, anyways. But uh, I bitch a lot when he's not blowing it up. <laughs> 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 I, I'm that guy, man. I'm I'm the wrench, man. I fucking yeah. I, I refuse to take my bike to fucking shops. I fucking do everything myself. Blah 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 blah. He's I don't turning, recommend it. He's turning me into one too, and I agree with him. I don't recommend it. I yeah, don't recommend I, it, man. Yeah. I probably was a disappointment to my dad. My dad was a, a lifetime mechanic, and you know, <laughs> like I'll just take it to the dealership and have the oil changed. I don't know. I mean, speaking uh, of disappointment, uh oh, I gotta ask. Uh oh! What the fuck happened last Sunday, man? Last Sunday, you were on the uh, on the show there with uh, Hollywood and uh, Wild on Twos. They were kind of fucking you up there for a minute. Yeah, they they abused me. I think that I I think the whole dynamic I bring is I'm the I'm the guy they want to hate. 
you know, yeah. I'm not the I'm not the guy with the face tattoos of the resting bitch face. So they like to abuse me. <laughs> but you know, what are you gonna do? I mean, you know, fuck those are. guys, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, when they reached out to me, I'm like, do you know who I am? Like seriously? Uh, <laughs> this guy's got face tattoos. The other guys, you know, like I don't know. Eh, don't worry sure. about Hollywood. He's tame. He's fine. God, they're both yeah. really great guys. <laughs> yeah, they, no, they're they, good shit. Yeah, I don't know. They 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 seem to think that I need to be hardened up and you know live a rougher lifestyle. You know, I don't know. Well, you got to join a club then. <laughs> yeah, you know, probably be like. Let a me talk you out of that real quick. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I think the pagans are big out your ways, aren't they? Yeah, you see them everywhere up here. I've been to New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. They they like to pick on me. That's all right. They're good well, guys. No, I mean, I was I was sort of kind of watching it, you know, because we were we had to we had to do a thing, another roundtable with Black Dragon, all them guys, like mm-hmm. literally right after like Hollywood left that one and came to ours. So I was I watched like the first half, and I was like, dude, they are fucking with this guy. Yeah, they it's Hollywood tells me tells me I need to lighten up. So, you know, he likes to pick on me now. So no, I don't no. know. <laughs> I wouldn't put up with that shit. Man. I thought it was pretty funny when he came out with the question to Baggers and Brews. He's like, Well, you guys go to all the rallies. What rallies have the best girls with the best boobs? I'm like, what kind of question was that? They all have the best fucking boobs. I mean, and best it was a girls. valid question. I was gonna say I the ones I can I look just, at. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You've seen one, you want to see them all. That's right. Hey man, I'll tell I'll tell you right now one of the fucking best places or one of the places i've seen like the hottest chicks hands down nashville tennessee okay it is it is so weird it is it's like complete fucking smoke shows with like guys in their like 50s and 60s it is so weird man interesting it's yeah and and it's like that all over the state because we went to like the smoky mountains and shit and we went like on the back roads and everything Oh, dude, it's killer. You got to do it. But, like, the chicks that work at the gas stations are, like, fucking tens. That whole, like, farmer's daughter thing. Oh, it's real. Oh, absolutely. You got to go to Tennessee. I am not bringing you near the beach when you come here to Florida. Then you're going to drive right off the road. (laughs) By the way, uh, check us out in fucking March when we do a fucking live remote from fucking Daytona. That's right. Just that that will be that will be sweet. That's right. Just we're saying. Gonna, we're going to have some First fun. time we've mentioned it is right now. But That's right. You know. It's going to happen. It's going to be a it's, real thing. Yeah, it's going to happen. There it's, might be there might be dudes with us or might not be dudes with us. We don't know. But Either way. <laughs> either way. I'm, I'm my happy ass is getting down to Florida for this uh this March. Yeah, I'll probably actually That's have my good. bike back up the way it needs to be by then. <laughs> you better. I got to put a clutch in mine. Oh yeah. So what do you ride there, uh, Bry guy? So I have a two, I have a 2014 Ultra Limited. Oh okay. What yeah, have you been doing to I, it? I've got a detached kit on it, so I've got a Razor Pack. I've got the standard Tour Pack. It's mm-hmm. got the Mustang. It's got Legends front and rear. Um, I've got twelve. How are the cars. Legends front? The le- <laughs> so, <laughs> my wife my wife wanted to, to buy furniture for the house and my wife being my wife she rides with me all well she used to this year's been bad but yeah she says to me she's like you know we got the bike she's like i want to you know give you some money or not some money but we'll take some money out of this loan and want you to upgrade the suspension and do what you want to the bike and i kind of wasn't really sure i knew legends were great but um i took the bike 
out of the lot when we bought it, or I'm sorry, when they put them in, I had that put in, I had the 12 inch bars put in. We were running over potholes and we had the comms in. I'm saying to my wife, I'm like, you feel that? She's like, feel what? I'm like, and that was worth the money. The biggest thing that I noticed with the legends that I love is that the bike doesn't nosedive. The 14s, right. for whatever reason, nosedive really bad. And um, on the, the rear. First, yeah, no, the front nose dives. So like when you when you hit the brakes. But like I mean, the, when you say the 14s, you mean the rear shocks are 14s or? Oh, I'm sorry, on the 2014. So this is the first round oh, okay. of Rushmore. I'm bike. sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. And I think it's the only two years that they had the air suspension. And there, okay. There's a reason for that because the air suspension was terrible. Well, yeah. Um, and the first time that we were out riding, we went to stop and she's like, what just happened? I'm like, we stopped. She's like, usually I can feel the bike sort of, you know, nosedive down and I know to kind of brace myself or whatever. But yeah, it doesn't have that anymore. And the uh, the guy at the dealership that has, I think he has a Rushmore, but he has the year, I think he has a 16. He took, he took mine into the bay and he came back. He's like, what did we do to your bike? He's like, that's not stock. He's like, that bike's really nimble. I'm like, yeah, it's got, you know, it's got legends front and rear on it. It makes a huge difference. It's a tough sell though. I mean, it's, it's, it's not cheap. No, I got a, well, here's the thing. I was talking to another clever this uh, past fall, a few weeks ago, and he had a uh, legends in the front of his bike, the inserts, you know, and I got progressives in my road King. And uh, I'm in love with my progressives. They seem to work just amazing. Um, I was actually kind of going back and forth on getting the legends or the progressives and the progressives are cheaper. So I was like, fuck it, just get the progressives and call it good. And I'm happy that I did because he was telling me that his progressives, when it's just him on the bike and he had a, uh, I don't know, a mid-teens road glide. I forget what it was. He was telling me that thing rode like a, like a, like a lumber wagon after he put those legends in there. And that's not it by himself. Yeah. And that's the difficult part is that it's not because I know the Wilbur's have the self-adjusting ones. And I just actually right. found out Wilbur's in North Jersey. I got to go up there. Um, it is hard because when you, when we fully loaded the bike, when we were out for a trip, you took everything off the bag and you went to like the local restaurant. It's like, it's like riding on a brick yeah. because there's such a difference, but they're not, they're not that hard to spin. You can spin them and adjust them, but yeah, you're right. Like when it's just me on the bike, it's a much more, it's a harder ride, but you can, well, I guess as aggressively as you can ride an ultra. I mean, I'm not wheelie in the thing, but it, it's still pretty, it's still, you know, with it being stiff like that, it makes it more nimble. Well, you sure. could no, I mean, wanted to. <laughs> what's that? You could wheelie it if you wanted to. Yeah. I mean, if I wanted to, I'm sure I could do an endo or a wheelie or something, but nah. <laughs> Oh, no, I noticed after I uh, put those uh, progressives on the front of my bike and then the, I got these like drag specialty rear shocks that are kind of cheapies, okay. but I was, you know, it was like one of those like things people on forums were like hack, you know, they're dirt cheap, but they're awesome. And they ride like shit. I mean, it's like no suspension at all, it seems like, but the oh. thing's like a fucking laser pointer going down the road, you know, it's like beautifully fucking straight and yeah, I couldn't, cornering and everything. I couldn't believe the difference that it made. And it, it's really, yeah. so this is my first Harley and I, I'm really, it's amazing how you can take a stock bike and, and really make it fit you and perform the way, it, you know, you want it to perform. Um, I, I, I think it's worth the money. You know, I, for me, it was great because it, we got the bike used at a deal. So then I could put all that extra money that I would have spent into a new bike and I could, you know, make it, make it mine. 
right which i really like because unless you're like five nine and like 180 pounds the bike's not going to fit you you know it seems to be you know it, it just it doesn't a stock bike just doesn't seem to fit you know it seems well, like if you're going to buy it you're going to do something to it anyway none of them fit me <laughs> I was same problem. I mean, I got 12s and I bought the Mustang, which is the extended reach, and it pushed me back just enough that now I need like 16s or 14s. So, so I, no, go ahead, go ahead, finish up. Sorry. No, so it's just really to your point. I mean, you know, I'm a bigger guy, so it's trying to find something that fits is tough. And it, it, that was the nice part with buying the Ultra is you can pretty much do anything to it. So you so said that take was, it, you could take it. I'm sorry, you pause, and I think there's a no, that's fine. Uh, you can take it from, you know, being a full touring bike to with the detachable tour pack, you can run it as a bagger, which I like too. So when it's out, to, when it's just me, that's usually the configuration I run it in. That is the nice thing about Harleys. They probably offer the cheapest opportunities to be able to make them your own and adjust it with all the different aftermarket parts that they have, you know. Unlike the fucking thing cheap about fucking Harleys. Yeah, right? And they have the best t-shirts. So, you know. <laughs> it's Cheaper than friggin', you ever try to friggin' customize a victory? Trust me. You know? Well, you're the one who got a victory. Well, yeah. okay, in retrospect, it was a bad decision now, considering that Polaris backed out on him, and every single yeah. friggin' part that I go for exists in a black hole. Sorry. It's $10,000. Trust me, I was, I wanted a vision in the worst way. 18 inches. So, what did you have line. before you had eight? That so was the question I was just going to ask. Then. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, who's asking the question then? Dirty is. Okay. <laughs> What'd you have before you had your Harley? So before I had the Harley, I had a 2003 Suzuki Intruder 1500. Oh, ah, nice. Yeah. And that was, uh, th that was a fun bike. I liked that. And before mm -hmm. that, and I had a Versus 650 also. I had two bikes at the time. And nice. before that, I had a uh, KLR 650. Oh. Which was a fun bike. And then before that, I had two other That's bikes. That's an Enduro. It is. Isn't it? Yeah. And before that, I had two scooters, but we can just glaze over that part and we just pretend I always had a well, we, we can circle back to that if you want. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Part of me wants a KLR 650. I heard those things are practically indestructible. The best part, well, <laughs> this is this is an absolute true story. I went to, I was looking at the intruder at my Suzuki dealership. It was sitting there for like a year. It was on consignment and it was way more than I wanted to pay. I went in there to get the rear wheel replaced on the KLR and the guy and the oil change. And the guy says to me, he's like, look, we're putting this bike back. We can't sell it. So mm. whatever money, whatever number you throw out, I'll call the guy. So, all right. So I threw out a number. I forget what it was. And uh, he's like, done. We'll sell it to you. Sweet. You know, I'm going to have this cruiser bike versus the KLR. The mechanic comes out and goes, um, do you know your KLR has no oil in it whatsoever I'm like really huh it was running fine it worked I can't man i mean those i i've done i did water crossings with those i mean that was my daily driver i mean i had that bike i used to ride year round on that bike because i didn't live that far from my job at the time and yeah i mean they're fantastic bikes you ever watch the uh the uh channel uh Fortnite? yes love him oh dude's badass ain't he he he's a classic example of how you can be a successful YouTuber and not be over the top. Like I watch him and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's easy to follow. It's interesting, but it's not sensationalized. People screaming at the screen all the time. He's like a fucking nerd. He like has yeah. science in his channel and everything. 
Yeah, did you see the one when he did the Bergman 650 and he had the suit on and he he's he's talking oh, about yeah, 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 the executive yeah, yeah. scooter? I was like that. Mm-hmm. I had one of those. It was really fun. Nice. Yeah, they're uh, shout out Fortnite. What's that? I said shout out Fortnite. Yeah, that, dude, that dude's fucking awesome. He's up there in Canada, fucking riding in the snow, and yeah, good for him. Yeah, he's got a really unique channel, and it definitely I like it a lot because, like you said, he kind of nerds out on stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of fun. Oh yeah, I saw a Shade Tree Surgeon did uh, Florida to California in forty eight hours on a five hundred cc Goldwing, probably a Silverwing, but yeah, an old yeah, friggin' Honda from the seventies, Silverwing from the yeah, Honda. He was in uh, Niagara Falls when I was in Niagara Falls, and I missed him by like twenty minutes. Somebody sent me a test mess, a text message, and they're like, you know, shade trees at the falls. And I'm like, really? Because so am I. Missed them. <laughs> I thought that would have been pretty cool to have run into them. I would have boosted your channel up. That's for damn sure, man. That guy's yeah. got the hell of a following. He does. And his his fans are I watch, hardcore. I, I, I fucking watch his shit, like, religiously in the wintertime, you know. Nowadays, it's kind of weird. I, I like this older shit when he was just you know, bebopping around with his friends and like, you know, the Tampa area and shit. But now it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird. It's almost like he's trying too hard. And, well, you know, who am I? Yeah. I mean, my channel suck balls or our channel, I should say. Suck oh, balls. no. Well, if you no, would say I, suck balls, it's your channel. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I don't <laughs> yeah. think that's, I don't think that's true at all. But I think that's the problem. It's pretty true. With, with channels is sometimes you, Sandoval did the same thing, right? So he rode. He went to Harley, then he went to India. Now I heard he went to BMW. You know, his channel's changed. And I don't, you know, it's, I still like the guy, but channels evolve and sometimes that's good and it's bad. You know, it really right. depends. Well, no, I mean, it just seemed like, you know, he's, uh, you know, now he seems like he's forcing it a little bit. I mean, like I said, it's who the fuck am I to judge? You know, I still watch it. I'm not going to lie. You know, no, but I still... He, I mean, I think the problem is, too, is that people are starting to realize they can make a career out of it. And you see a lot of YouTubers that go full time. And once you go full time or once you involve any sort of companies, it becomes different. You know, anytime that I engage with a company, it's a different video than, say, if I'm just screwing around doing something. Um, And that's the business part of it that's tough. Uh, So you're engaging with companies? Right. (laughs) You got sponsors and stuff like people give you stuff. Yeah. I mean, wow, man. Fuck. Yeah. Dude. Like, well, here, here's our sponsor. Dirty fits. There uh, you go. And uh, in order for us Dollar to uh, promote his thing, he gave me this hat. And we it's have a two, guy we, that we know. We each got, we each got a shirt. <laughs> and a shirt. Yeah. We got shirts and hats. And then I, got, I, got, I got a hat from Tiller's Toppers and then some guys. Tiller's sent Toppers. Me, some guys. Sent That's me some a cool cigars. hat, by the way. That hat was fantastic. Yeah, dude, that's him. a local MC guy, man. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's a dude. He was a couple towns up. He was in an MC. I and, need to uh, reach out to him. Maybe Hollywood would lighten up if I show up with that hat on, you know, with a big top hat or something. I can get you in touch with him. I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. Probably just get more abusive. But, you know, it's a dream. We all have them. Hey, tell him to fuck off. Yeah. You know, that's cool. that's that's a secret. That's a secret to this whole biker thing. You just tell people to fuck off and then they respect you. It exactly. sounds stupid. But it works. Yeah, it's yeah, I can see that. Got to stay I mean, shit, I was on. Well, shit, man, the first fucking time we were on that uh, round table with, uh, uh, <laughs> what is it, Wild on Twos? Yeah. Fucking snapped off on him and told him I was going to kick his ass. And he fucking apologized. 
<laughs> you know, it's like, dude, this is I'm the real fucking thing, man. I, I this this isn't pretend. I'm in a fucking clubhouse, man. You know, but uh, anyways, so. <laughs> Yeah, I know we had motorcycles going by and shit. And <laughs> yeah, in the background. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of funny because if you watch like the interview that we did with Shaggy, like he starts pointing out all these little nuances that unless you're in a club, you wouldn't even realize. Like, why do I keep looking over here and this, that, mm-hmm. and the other thing? Well, I'm watching video camera because I'm in a fucking clubhouse, you know. So, and you know, when he starts, you know, people ask me about, oh, what's it like having the uh, MC scene in Wisconsin, and I'm like. You know, blah blah blah. That's all I could say politically. He knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. So yeah, he's a good dude. You know, it's a real good dude. Shaggy's good shit, man. He's legit for sure. Yeah, you know, so, you, you, and I'm, I'm just going to say real quick. You touched on, you know, the YouTube channel with like a purpose and everything, and and then there's us. You know, there's yeah. there's the biker's lifestyle shit show, and you know, like that Forrest Gump quote. You know, like life is like a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get. Well, we're not like that box of chocolates. Like you open up the box of chocolates and it could be like a sauerkraut ball over here and a, you know, cocktail weenie over here and, you know, some fudge and maybe a popsicle or a turnip, you know, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of, you know, if you're not having fun with it, don't do it. And if you're having fun with it, that's what matters because people enjoy that, you know, and you guys are, you guys are growing. I mean, you know, what are you hundred away from a thousand, right? Less than that now. Hell Yeah. Yeah, we've grown. Then you can start baggy. making the big bucks. You get that Ooh. giant check. Oh yeah. Yeah, not really, but can I quit my job? No. <laughs> Maybe when you get to like uh, forty thousand, fifty thousand subs, but I don't think it. Forty thousand, know, damn. We could be hundred heirs. That's right, dude. It's like it's yeah. like my fucking dude. You know who watches this fucking shit? My mom and like ten people. You know what I mean? Fuck. <laughs> No. Turns out it's more than that, brother. We've got a little more people. They're starting to reach out. Yeah, you got things, more people you know? than that. You know, I mean, it's yeah, it's... You know, it's it's just a matter of time. I mean, comment below if you're actually paying attention to what the fuck we're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, that's a good point. Link in description. <laughs> yeah, um, like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. <laughs> I mean, we we've, we've had we've had some dubious episodes. I mean, we we had one episode we did we did the entire thing, and then I went, oh fuck, I never hit record. <laughs> Yeah, done that. And then we pretty much did it verbatim. Like we we recorded over again and did it all over again. It's I don't think I don't think YouTube is fair on a lot of levels. I think that once you as your smaller channel, it seems like once you become monetized, they start pushing your stuff more because they're making money off you, and they're hoping that by you getting money back, that seems to be the bigger push. But you know, yeah, everybody's had that man. I've I've had some some major screw-ups and you just kind of have to go with it you know it's it's stressful there's no doubt about it you know there's a lot going on (laughs) well i mean for us we started this channel to promote dudes that we know you know i mean we're we're nobody special you know i mean people like like shay like he's like oh you guys are the real deal you guys are the real deal Man, there's a hundred of there's there's hundreds of us in fucking Wisconsin that are in clubs that are the real deal, quote unquote. You know, I mean, I'll be quite honest with you. I'll watch other channels and I'll hear about the uh, MC world in other states, and I'm just blown away by how much of a clusterfuck it is. You know, because it's just completely different from where you know me and Tank fucking reside. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that. So I mean, 
you know, for us, we're just trying to promote our our people that we hang out with. And we're trying to promote other people. Like you, man. You're fucking, you're rad, man. Because here's the thing. Not everybody that rides a fucking motorcycle wants to be Billy Badass and throw on a patch and fucking try to act out their Sons of Anarchy dreams. You know what I mean? They're just regular motherfuckers that like goddamn motorcycles and they like having a good time and blah, blah, blah. You know? And that's what we... We, we started this channel to talk to guys like you, to talk to guys like fucking Hollywood and Black Dragon and Shaggy, because it's it's all one thing, man. It's all just a community. I just posted a picture of a post that we got from Instagram from like this kid who's like 18 years old that literally started riding motorcycles because of this channel that we're on right now. And that's, thought it was cool. that's yeah. where I think it's important. And even like with the mental health topic, you know, there's, let's face it, I'm never going to get rich off this, right? But if you can impact people, you know, I can meet you guys and I can talk to you guys or I can meet, um, you know, other YouTubers and be part of that community. Because, I mean, I hear people, you know, we can joke about the Can-Am and stuff, but even like when I had my scooter, right? Like I'd be riding that thing and you'd pull up to somebody else that had a bike and they would just start talking to you like they knew you, you know, and it, it's really... The motorcycle community I find is very inclusive. You know, it, it, most people will sit and talk to you, you know, if you ride. And especially if you ride a Harley. I feel like if you ride a Harley, anybody will talk to you. And I don't know that that's good or bad some days, but, um, you know. They're really I, customizing them, and then they want to fucking talk to you about your bike, and then they want to tell you about their cousin's nephew's son's bike, who's way yeah. better than your bike. And, and the one time that they're... Their brother's sister's nephew's cousin stopped riding because he almost hit a bus full of nuns and died and had dropped the bike and yeah and they always put more miles on than you yeah yeah that's that's weird <laughs> isn't it they always they yeah. always ride they always have more horsepower than I have um, yep yeah you know it was always in the snow I'm like I ride a geezer glide I mean you know I'm not doing burnouts with it so you know but hey ride yeah, your ride man. Snow. Just right. uphill ride. both ways. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Bugs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The bugs, some of them don't taste too bad. You know, the June bugs are like, like kind of like a refried bean. You know, I'm not a big fan of the flies. Mosquitoes are a little salty. Yeah. But I did get hit by a, a fucking big, huge friggin' bug. It, was, it broke the frame of my glasses. It hit me right in the face and they snapped oh. my glasses right in half, man. I did a trip years back and I had my uh, visor open and I had like the, the bigger bobber wraparound sunglasses, much like I have now, but they're a little different. I took a yellow jacket between the padding and the glasses and it stung me at like 70 miles an hour. I was like, you know, this sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I was it, I, big time. I had, a, I had a fly jump right in my eye. It was like Oof. came on the inside of my glasses and I'm going down the road, you know, 60, 70. And it like jumped right on my eyeball, and I'm like, "Whoa!" Makes for a good story, though. Yeah, you know. But I got a story about a yellow jacket. So, a few years back, me and the club and everything, we're going up north. We're doing this fucking thing that we normally do every year, and we're kind of on the back roads of Wisconsin. It's yeah. super windy. It's super twisty. It just so happens it was a super rainy season. So all the roads have wash like uh, rocks and sand and all this bullshit that come into the fucking road out of the ditch. And we're jamming, yada, yada, yada. And all of a sudden, it feels like my ass is on fire. 
Like, literally, like, something is burning my ass. It hurts like a motherfucker. You should have that looked at. Uh, well, I did, but we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> that taco Shout out to Preparation had. H. Anyways, <laughs> so... I thought you were doing shots again off your ass. I wasn't sure. Yeah. That's, that's a popular Mo. subject. But, that's yeah, Mo, yeah. That's Mo. Mo Shout does Shout out that. to Mo. <laughs> but she's going to teach me. Shout out to Mo. Anyways, shout out to Mo. So So my point is, we're going down the road. Now the wife's on the back, and I thought maybe she was smoking a cigarette and she dropped a cherry down the fucking back of my pants, because that's what it felt like. Anyways, jam, 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 fucking yellow jacket dead on the seat on my bike when I get off the bike when we get to where we're going. A fucking bee had somehow, or a wasp, or whatever the fuck it was, yellow jacket, had somehow lived, hit me. Went down the crack of my fucking pants and then stung me in the ass. Ow. That is a true story. That doesn't sound pleasant. Not to mention, I once upon a time was riding a crotch rocket because that's where I come from. Because I'm that guy. Yeah, I know, right? You know, (laughs) shout out crotch rockets. But I caught something. I don't know what it was. It was a big black bug that hit me right in the rib cage. Like Like I had my jacket. Like I had like a like a light jacket on. I had it like Mm -hmm. somewhat zipped down like this and it shot right into my jacket and then it stung me. And I had like a golf ball size fucking like lump on my rib cage because whatever it was, it infected and it was like oozing pus. So motorcycles are super cool. Everybody should get one. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody. Everybody. And they wonder why old guys have bikes with fairings. (laughs) Right. Right. For for years I rode without a windshield. I'm like, I don't need a windscreen. I don't need one. I don't need one. And then I got one and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, yeah. no more death grip on the handlebars. No more feeling like I'm going to fly out the back end of the seat. Because I say, can't seem to go slow. I, I seem to want to, you know, go very fast. But uh, right. no, no. Big fan of windscreens now. Big the, yeah, the fairing and the windscreen changes. No lot. fairing, just a windscreen. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I, I thought you were going to tell I, I me. Road thing, so. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell a story about squirrel getting stung in the throat when we were prospecting. Oh, and I had to run his ass back to Janesville because he swallowed a bee and he was allergic and his throat was swelling up shut. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Motorcycles yeah. are fun. Me- meanwhile, yeah. my happy ass went the rest went went the rest of the way with the club, and then they stuck me on a horse behind a bar. <laughs> I had been on a horse. A sexy and- cowboy tank. Oh yeah, yeah. I felt sorry for the horse. <laughs> there's pictures of that on our freaking club website on oh, our club hysterical. facebook page yeah but uh you know one of a million stories you know i mean that's the whole thing right i mean you know we go through all of it we know i mean we've been through hellacious storms and all the stuff you go through and it sucks balls when you when you're going through it but you know we all seem to laugh about it and have a great story to tell you know nonetheless i mean we were coming back last year you know kentucky well earlier this year uh, Kentucky back up to Wisconsin. I mean, it literally 48 degrees and rainy. And we pretty much rolled probably what two thirds of the day, a good, what, 400 miles when you say 350 miles in the rain, in the cold. Oh yeah. Easily. I think we hit Bloomington, Illinois, and then finally a, the, the rain stopped. But I mean, well, I mean, it was, it was pouring when we left Kentucky, when we left yeah. Louisville it was, it was pouring. Yeah. And then it didn't clear up until we were, shit maybe 100 miles from the border yeah yeah maybe those are the the best stories though because you don't you like you said in the suck it sucks but when you look back you're like that was pretty fun (laughs) yeah yeah so much rain you're like drinking a cup of water as you're going it's like choking you you know 
And I was on one jug that day. Yes, that's right. Oh. Yeah, I pushed a head gasket out. I was on one fucking jug. So, <laughs> yeah. And you managed to get it home, though. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. It tells you how much horsepower my Road King has. Even with one jug, I can keep up with other fucking motorcycles. But, yeah, you know, it, it cool. I'm not bragging. Up. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're just it, saying. It kept on it's loading soft up. It's a flex. It's a soft flex. Yeah. Kept on loading up. I hear him pop, pop, pop. Bang! Pop, pop, pop. Kept on, it woke bang! everybody up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. we were all hung over too just see well tank wasn't hung over because he's on the wagon but the rest of us we we weren't hung over we weren't on the wagon we were hung over as fuck so well, yeah oh well good time so you're uh your buddies with uh baggers and brews right uh well yeah i mean i talked to them in the community they're actually not that sure. far from me they're really right good dudes. and uh their whole deal is going to parties and going to rallies and whatever and sampling beer yeah yeah they go to a lot of rallies they go to a lot of the local breweries they're really into all the micro brews and stuff yeah they're really cool dudes are you on the wagon yourself or are you a uh, consumer of alcohol like myself i'm a consumer of alcohol at times you know not not hardcore i used to be not not as much what's Me your number a, one beer i uh we did a live stream and it was right before my 50th birthday it was two weeks ago Mm -hmm. And um, there was some peanut butter whiskey involved. And nice. Yeah, there was it was me, Monkey, um, Big Smitty and uh, Harley Fatboy Jr. And it just yeah, there was a there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of drinking <laughs> in that one. <laughs> what's your go to uh, what's your go to beverage of choice? Go to beverage what's the of choice? the biker recommendation. Yeah. I'm a scotch guy. I like scotch, but um, nice. I started drinking bourbon, started playing around with that. Um, nice. I was a McAllen fan for a while. Okay. Oh, that was, that's good scotch. Good yes. single malt. Yeah, you know, it's weird. You, you, drink, got some you drink scotch, and I feel like with scotch, I can kind of regulate it. Like, it's good, and I enjoy it. Mm. That peanut butter whiskey went down too good. That was <laughs> next thing you know, you're like... That bottle was full, wasn't it? Oh, that's not good. Ugh. Well, when I stopped drinking bourbon, I'm, I'm sure Ezra Brooks Brewery and Distillery, rather, in Kent, Kentucky went, what the hell happened to our sales in Wisconsin? They went down. <laughs> I was I was drinking about a 1.75 every other day. You know, I was, I was pretty hardcore. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, I, I think it, it, it's it's like anything, right? You can, For me, at least with beer, I, I, beer takes a lot to like overdue but any of those flavored drinks it's just too easy it's like oh, that's just not healthy <laughs> no no you're right i was getting uh poison pen messages from my liver and yeah it, it started its own facebook page and started they had, sending uh, me bad messages to stop drinking and we have a local um liquor store that has uh i think four or five bottles of pappy and uh they've got the 10 year all the way up to the 25 year and I was like, you know, if I ever just wanted to spend a ridiculous amount of money, it'd be fun to try. But the uh, that's yeah, that would that would be fun. I want to get to Kentucky to do the bourbon tours. Well, years ago, man, I'm living on a Cape Cod, right? And a friend of ours, uh, Mickey, God rest his soul, he's dead now, comes up like me and my roommate, and he's got these four bottles of of uh, Glenlivet Scotch, but mm. they're in, they're in these cases. And they're like hand numbered with calligraphy and stuff. And it was said uh, silver Jubilee edition from the coronation of Prince, whatever Prince, I don't know, whatever one back in the early seventies. 
And uh, we're like, what the hell, man? Where'd you get this? Oh, yo, I bought it. I bought it. I bought it. You know, he, and he sold them to us, all four bottles, 50 bucks a bottle. So we got these beautiful mm. bottles, right? I mean, Glenn Levitt, hand-numbered, clearly from, from, from England. And we're about, uh, we're about one and a half bottles into this stuff. Like, and it was not enough O's and smooth. I mean, it was the, the best scotch I've ever had in my life. And uh, we get this knock on the door, you know, <laughs> and it's the cops. <laughs> and they're tracking the booze down. Turned out old Nicky didn't buy him. He was doing a paint job for somebody out in Martha's Vineyard and he stole him from her basement. And oh, uh, they tracked him down and uh, they made us give up uh, give up the, the, the bottle, uh, the half a bottle and the other two and the cases and everything. They, and uh, provided that we, you know, we were like, hey man, we didn't know. Yeah, it right? turns out they're like $600 a bottle. And we, we had four of them. So $2,400 we got for 200 bucks. And uh, so, yeah, I dodged a bullet from prison from that one. You know. Yeah, at least you got to enjoy it before the cops came. Oh, my God. That was the best scotch I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's some really good. Um, have you ever had Akintosh Threewood? Nope. That's that's a really good one, too. It's really smooth. Uh, once I moved into the bourbon, all bets were off. It was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I want to get down to Woodford because Woodford and uh, Angel's Envy are in Kentucky. So that'd be that'd be a fun yeah. trip. Well, that's the state to drink the bourbon in. Right. Because that's true bourbon. It's, it's yeah, I was I was down there for work, but I couldn't get into town to try any. So it kind of sucked. Yeah. Every year when Tank comes back from uh, Florida, we meet him in Kentucky and we keep saying we're going to do it like a brewery tour. Like we're going to hit like the Buffalo Trace deal and the, mm -hmm. all the gym beams and all we never do because it's always like a time crunch type situation but one of these days we got to fucking do it like me and the guys that go down there i mean obviously tank's not going to be because he's on the wagon but you know good for it's him beautiful it's you know beautiful riding country down there too oh is kentucky's like this uh not it's louisville. like a, <laughs> louisville's a shithole not Lu <laughs> fuck louisville but yeah. <laughs> once you get past louisville it's fucking awesome like yeah. Kentucky's like this little jewel in the rough. Like people don't talk about it, but Kentucky's a really good riding state. Yeah, I don't know if you guys follow any of the Five Dirty Bikers, but that's where they had their meetup uh, last year. This year, actually, and I, uh, I've tried. Yeah, I've tried to that, follow them. It's yeah, it's too it, much. It's a yeah. There, there's a there's a lot of riding down there. I know Tony Cox lives down there, mm -hmm. and he said. There's some fantastic riding down there. So it's uh, unfortunately I had the car when I went down. I was like, man, I'd love to have had the bike. Just a really nice mm -hmm. area. Well, you know, no, I mean, you, know, uh, you know how you get around. No, that. Ahead, you just don't own a car. You know, just just like me, I just I just have a bike. You know, so it's you know, well, it was kind of hard to tell work. I couldn't bring all the production equipment yeah, <laughs> on my bike. Yeah. I'm just being an asshole. Don't mind. Me. Oh, I know. Yeah. Maybe they could get me a trailer though. You're onto something. Hmm. Don't take no, me and uh, huh? Don't Tank told you. Yeah. Be like, Tank, tank said I need a trailer and I got to give up this cage lifestyle. I'll back yeah. you up. In fact, if anybody needs an excuse for work, Tank will back you up on it. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to put his we're gonna put his number at the bottom of the screen here. And uh, just give him a call and uh, tell him uh, Tank told me so. So it's cool. Okay. That or I'll, I'll call in for you and I'll say, uh, hi, uh, <clears throat> this is Brian the Biker. Uh, I just don't feel like myself today and I wouldn't be lying. So I can go sure. riding tomorrow is what I'm hearing. All right, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Not a, not a problem. All right. Not a problem. And if Tank's busy, I'll call him for it. I'll be like, oh, I'm Brian the Biker and uh, I shit myself. And I <laughs> there just you hang go. Up. Yeah, you know, whatever. I just hang up right away. Oh, I got a really bad STD and I can't make it in. Whatever. Hey, he's over 50. Sure. You don't have any dignity once you hit 50. You yeah. don't care. You have whatever. 
piss myself. I'm not even myself. 50. I don't have any dignity. Well, that's your problem. We all know that about your brother. But we love you nonetheless. They don't call me dirty for nothing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's funny. So what well, questions shit, do you have for us? Go ahead, man. No, I mean, so what got you guys to do this? Because, I mean, the, the podcasting thing, especially if you're doing them a weekly, that's that's tough. I mean, that's a commitment. I mean, did you did you start with a well, you said you didn't really start with a plan, but I mean, what is the plan? Dirty, go ahead, man. Build this one. Like I said, man, like we're not we're not anything special in this fucking area. Well, it started with a like, Facebook page. It did. Okay. It it basically started where I took over a Facebook like okay. So I followed Hollywood way back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. And he had uh Is he any better looking then or no. no, he's he's the same goofy fuck he is now. Yeah. But I follow Hollywood back in the day, and like he had multiple Facebook pages, and I subscribed to this page, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then uh, I noticed like it was kind of dead, so I started posting memes where it was talking about like you know doing cocaine and, and strippers <laughs> and blah blah blah, you know, uh, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I'm into it. Anyways, so he made me an admin right so i was like oh okay cool now i can uh do more of what i've been doing for a minute now and then uh that progressed into uh me taking over the page with like these two other women that had another page right okay and then it got to the point where they were getting pissed off because i was trying to make it like this filthy dirty fucking thing and they were trying to make it like this wholesome thing and and then they left and then it was me by myself and there was like two thousand people on it well, I just kept doing what I was doing. It grew to like 50,000 people. And then Ooh. I was like, shit, now I need fucking help. So I said, there hey. Was, there were 2,000 people on it when I got it came on as an admin brother. Was it, did I bring you on that early? Yes. Long story short, we took over this fucking page. And we made it to Biker's Lifestyle, right? And then I was listening to podcasts. And I, honestly, it got kind of repetitive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I'm not, you know, I'm not talking shit about anybody. I'm just saying, like, it got kind of a lot of biker news and protocol and all this other shit. And it's like, dude, it's all the same fucking thing, man. You're all saying the same fucking thing, you know? Yeah, you know, oh, you got to be a man. You got to fucking act a little tough and shit. I get it, you know? I'm not saying you're wrong. It's right. But at the same time, me as a dude, I I can't. I can only listen to it so fucking long. So what I want to do with this fucking channel, and it's actually really goddamn hard because we sort of started at the beginning of the fucking pandemic, is to get fucking dudes in to talk about their life, man, to see what it's all about. Because being a biker or being a dude that's in the motorcycles isn't a carbon copy type thing, man. It's all different shit, man. You could be a professional. You could be a fucking lawyer like Meg. And you could be a fucking video guy like you or you could be a fucking greasy piece of shit welder like myself and you're all in the same community it's all encompassing and that's you know what i mean and that's where i think a lot of people miss because you know i know that the biker lifestyle stuff is really big right now but i think a lot of people forget that the majority of that community is just made up by dudes that have bikes and like riding them you know and I think it's great what you're doing. You know, it, the more exposure you can bring to the biking community and the more people that feel welcome, I think it's only a win. 
Yeah, because like you said, everybody has their unique story. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's sort of like people rag on fucking dudes that are young. You know, oh, the young guys aren't doing it like they're like we they're did. Killing it Harley Davidson, damn it! They're killing Harley Davidson. That's I all I hear every week. I know, <laughs> I know, but here's the thing: it's 2021. Social media is a thing. Harleys aren't the best bikes on the road. They're just not. You know, I ride a Harley. I will never ride anything but a Harley for the most part. Like, whatever. There's dreams and whatever. Anyways, long story short, Harley isn't the only fucking player in the game. You know, when you're talking about the 60s and the 50s and all that jazz, who is your competition? Triumph? BSA? I mean, Honda had dreams. You know what I mean? Kawasaki was almost nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't until the 70s when the Japanese started coming out with these fucking air-cooled four-cylinders and, you know, the uh, the H2s were fucking fast as fuck, but they were, you know, two-strokes. So, you know, the government could put a kibosh on that shit. I mean, time, shit changes, man. You know, technology takes off. Things change. It evolves. And like I made a post the other day, like, one of the smartest things we ever heard was from a dude from another club who's fuck 20 years younger than me and 30 years younger than tank that said some things in this world are going to change and some things in this world can never change. And that's just how it is. You know, I mean, obviously honor and respect and all that good stuff has to stay the same. But when it comes to like all the little fucking stupid nuances, like how we communicate and how we fucking talk to people and how we, uh, you know, go about our day-to-day lives, it's going to evolve. The motorcycles are going to evolve. At some point in our lifetime, well, maybe not our lifetime, because, you know, you guys are in your 50s and I'm in my 40s and we're going to die probably of something stupid. But yeah. at some point in the in the relatively near future, combustion engines are going to fucking cease to exist. Yes, and that's, that's the just thing how it is. That I find so funny is so many people rag on the live wire and they go on and on. And 90% of those people have never ridden one. I've ridden it twice and I can say hands down, it was the best motorcycle experience I ever had. Is it comfortable for my size? No, but it's for, it was like being a little kid again. You know, there's no shifting. It's just pure power and you need to evolve and and you know i i know there's people that don't like to hear that but i i don't think i think the problem with harley davidson is people are so attached to the brand that they think that they own the brand that the brand can't evolve beyond them and it's it's a shame because they i i think that there's a lot of opportunity to bring more people into riding and uh people like honda and other companies really seem to embrace that where Harley just still is kind of stagnant. Well, they've been their own worst enemy for years. Um, you know, they really have. I mean, if you think about it, you know, the crap that they pulled in the late 70s and early 80s with the tariff laws, getting the lobby mm-hmm. to get the tariff law changes. So if anybody had a Jap bike that was displaced over 750 cc's, they had to pay these outrageous tariff price, tariff fees. Shout out Ronald Reagan, rest in peace. Yeah, that's right, because he changed it around. I mean, and you know, Harley technology, I mean, you know, they were, they were the only American made motorcycle that was going to be worth a damn for the longest time. And I mean, they, it's just in the past, you know, couple of decades that they've actually started to bring their technology back around again. 
Um, yeah, you know, I mean, they, they, shit, they had stuff that was like used in cars in the 1930s, you know, even 15 years ago in their motors. It's it's really funny, like when you look at a, a company like BMW and you look at some of their baggers, their their sport touring baggers, and you look at or their new um, what is whatever the R18 is, the R18 bagger, and you look at that and you're like, damn, that's a really evolved bike. You know, whether you like it or not, it's it's an evolved bike. And you look at what Harley has to offer and you're like, eh, you know, my biggest complaint and everyone laughs at this is you can still buy an Ultra in 2000. What are the 2022 2021s are out. The 2022s aren't. You can buy an Ultra and your phone still can't fit it because they haven't made the glove box bigger. It's just funny to me. It's like, <laughs> you know, you think, how hard could that be? You got a bunch of engineers. How hard could it be to make that little glove box just a little bigger? Well, you they're know, too busy designing t shirts. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know? that's, that red said. I mean, that's, you know, that's how Victory came about was because of, you know, Harley, you know, dragging their feet on everything. And, you know, the, the guys that, that developed the Victory, they, they left Harley. They were engineers that left Harley, awaited their five years, no compete clause. And they came out with that V92C that was, uh, you know, I would have bought one of those. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you did now, right? Because you might as well buy two. Yeah. So you have one for parts. But I mean, you know, Harley, you know, 63 gaskets, O rings, and, and seals on it. You know, a Victory's got eight. You know, I mean, there's a big difference. You know, I mean, Victory's there. There's a lot of differences. I mean, they, uh, they have great engineering for the motors and terrible marketing, terrible marketing. Yeah. And, you know, it's a shame because the, um, the vision and having the Nest family involved in their design work, I thought they made great bikes, but like you said, nobody, you know, you go into victory dealer and had three bikes and they weren't that prevalent, at least here. Well, I mean, like what, one or two dealers they were, and, and they made the motors so well, they're like, kind of like the Maytag repairman. Because they had all these these dealerships that were around for the longest time, and then they didn't have work for the guys because the bikes wouldn't break down, mm-hmm. and so and then suddenly it became okay. Well, you had a victory dealer, but he was two and a half, three hours away, you know, five hours away for some people, and uh, because there just wasn't enough work for him, you know. Yeah. What I mean, hell, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting somebody who's in Harley's wherever you go. So and that's really that was really the the whole reason that we were interested in going that route because. There's there's one Indian dealer down the road. The everything else is at least an hour to two hours away, no matter what brand you go to. So yeah, you know, you look at those new Indians that are coming out, um, and you know their their styling and stuff is very similar to the Victories because yeah. they took all their tooling and the <laughs> all the Victory tooling and then it switched it over and put an Indian brand on it. So yeah, it's it's a shame. I thought that they made a great bike, and it's a shame because I feel too like with once they went to Indian, maybe not the Challenger, but I felt like they were more trying to make these showcase bikes. They looked more like museum pieces to me than they did bikes I'd want to ride. I rode one. I rode a Chieftain. I wasn't too too keen on it. Um, it had the Thunderstroke 111 on it. Um, I felt really crowded on the bike. It really wasn't fit for me. I'm kind of feeling mm-hmm. like I'm up like this. Um, I'm not a big fan of their valance fenders and that whole look, mm-hmm. you know, it seemed a little piggish to me, but, uh, you know, that's just me. I'm a, I'm a bigger guy, you know, six to 350 pounds. So, yeah, no, you know, I get it. You know, it's just a little different. <laughs> and the dealer network's hard to beat. I mean, you know, when we, when we rode, uh, when we took our, our big trip that we did last year, I mean, we were out for 13 days and every day there was a Harley dealership within 
20 minutes. I mm. mean, it felt like you couldn't go anywhere without stopping to get a Chaboker chip or a t-shirt. You know, they're just everywhere. Well, I mean, they break down. You got a lot more, uh, a lot better chance exactly. of finding parts. You know, I like Dirty's laughing because he knows where I'm going with this. I just, uh, I had my, my rear brake line ripped out on my Victory that I had to replace it. A little 18 inch fucking brake line about that big, right? Goes from the pressure switch down to the, down to the caliper. And I'm like, at least it wasn't the caliper, you know? So I'm like, I'm going to try to find it. I'm like, how much? $250, $250 for a fucking brake line. And then I couldn't even get it. Like, I mean, finding one was next to, next to impossible. And so, you know, I ended up going to AutoZone and, and, you know, buying a, a friggin' car brake line. And then I, you know, like bought a kit and like tooled my own and, you know, made it and it works fine now. But, uh, you know, that's like every step of the way um, with that bike. I've got a 2007 Victor, a Victory Kingpin Tour. And uh, it's like, it's like the black hole of, of years for bikes. It's right when the Nessus came on. Okay. Um, you know, that first year, 07, 08, they really started with the styling and, and came into it full force. And uh, it's been just a nightmare, like having to find parts and shit for it whenever something happens to it. That's you know, where the Suzuki was. I mean, the dealer was still there, but there wasn't a lot of aftermarket parts. So if you wanted to do anything, it was, you could go, I don't know, I forget the brand Cobra or whatever it was, but that was really all they made for it. Yeah, there's like one one guy, uh, Witch Doctors is this big um with uh with victory parts aftermarket and then of course I mean, there's you know rick stroker out of dallas was huge okay um you know with victories uh, just a lot of the customization he went into but you know i mean i'm talking about the victory i, I you know i've got a 94 heritage soft tail classic that nice. uh you know which i i like it you know it's not fast but i tell you it's quick you know stoplight to stoplight that thing gets up out of its own way and you know you're riding a fucking harley let me, let me tell you it dumps oil all over the place and snorts like a motherfucker. And <laughs> Dirty liked riding it, though. It was a lot more comfortable than riding on his road king. <laughs> well, that's just it. I mean, you know, the soft tail is, it's, it might be the perfect bike. You know what I mean? Like, Dinas are the young guy's bike. You know what I mean? You know, they're kind of sporty. They're, they're kind of They're nimble. Cheap. They're nimble, they're cheap, blah, 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 blah. They come with a big twin, whatever, right? And then you get into, like, the baggers. Well, yeah, they're more expensive, but they're more comfortable. But yet, it's kind of like trying to straddle a Buick and you're, you know, trying to maneuver a dump truck. You know what I mean? The soft tail, on the other hand, is almost like the perfect blend of comfortable and yet sporty. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... You know, it's not a, it's not a sport bike, you know, it's not a, it's not a Jigsaw, it's not a, you know, ZX, it's, it's a fucking Harley, so, I mean, you're not gonna drag a knee, but at the same fucking time, it's, you know, you can have some fun on a, on a soft tail. I, uh, and I've, then, never, I've never had a bike that's tracked better than that one. And, yeah, and I mean, yeah, as far as power goes, how fast do you really need to go, you know? I mean, 100, yeah. 110, I mean... Really? I mean, are you really going to go that much faster? When I ride you know, with you, yeah, that's what we do <laughs> sometimes. Fair enough. But, <laughs> you know, my point is, and not only that, but like for women, it's probably the best motorcycle for a woman to ride. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people are always like, hey, you know, uh, you're a chick. Oh, get a Sportster, get a Sportster, get a Sportster. It's the smallest Harley. Fair enough. But at the same time, the seat height 
yeah is a lot higher on a sportster than it is a soft tail yeah you know what i mean you sit in a soft tail is where you sit on a sportster yeah they're up you know? there and that's that whole, right and that's that whole joke that you know me and tank used to go back and forth that sportsters are girls or a soft tail is a, a girl's bike it, it isn't but to be realistic you heard him folks really- you heard him all right we got that on record i'll have to play the little tip a little clip of you saying it was a girl's bike what's that the soft tail yeah 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 i, I yeah, remember i remember i remember yeah i got up on the table and walked away i remember the whole episode asshole <laughs> it's not really a girl's bike but it's Brother, the best bike move let's, move, let's move on i, I know i know no, we're gonna we're gonna stand yeah i want to i want to see you guys deal with it as fuck. yeah we're sitting here with brian biker he's he's a goddamn somebody on youtube and we're gonna shit all over his fucking youtube channel by having him on here anyways that's fair no. i mean yeah. i've done enough damage to it so it's fine <laughs> i no. i just don't understand i mean how you've you have to have at least a stage four kit though right that's what the dealers tell you the hidden you got to get the hidden power out of your harley right you got to have stage four stage eight whatever the hell it goes i don't, to. I don't even know what you're talking about no right. i'm just kidding they they they, they no, I, know what you you. I know what you mean yeah, i, I yeah, love yeah. these discord groups or these yeah. things where it's like well you need stage two you need you know you need this i'm like dude i can do 110 fully loaded two up yeah what more do i really need well you got to spend fucking twenty thousand dollars to get 10 extra horsepower out of it so that's a sickness that is- my, my victory came out of a box that way i didn't do any performance work it was done when i bought it nice everybody asked me what kind of stage i got on my road king i'm like uh infinity i don't fucking know dude that, your bike dude, is your bike is one off it's yeah what what's factory on your bike nothing the the, the covers the handlebars <laughs> the what the, the handlebars nope nope <laughs> The uh, primary, <laughs> Tra- most of the transmission. Yeah, I keep saying I want to do performance upgrades, and I'm like, yeah, now nah, we're talking our bike. Don't, don't, no, no, no. We'll talk you right don't out do of it. that. Don't do it. Because once you start fucking with them, you'll never stop. It's, it's the world's biggest pain. For the ass. world's worst working. reasons. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's funny too because people, when I was looking at buying a Rogue Glide, they're like, "Well, but if you buy the special, you get the bigger engine." I'm like, "Dude, I have a 103 that's stock." And it's plenty, you know what I mean? I'm sure it's not for some people, but yeah. I I was more worried about getting the pipes and getting the sound I wanted than I was about the, uh, the cam would be nice because you get that lope out of it, which I love. Sure. But do I really need to spend three grand to hear it idle really good? Uh, probably not. Does your wife uh, enjoy high speeds in the back of the bike? Because mine does not. She doesn't mind. Um, we, we bought the Ultra and... From well, from the Suzuki, it was you know night and day, obviously, because this has a full torque back. But yeah, she loves it. She absolutely loves it. Um, she doesn't like when I ride aggressively. By that, it means you know if I counter steer into a turn, it's, it's aggressive. I'm like that's not Do aggressive. Any but okay, right? I'm like you didn't fall off. I mean, you know. But did you die? Yeah, yeah. But did but you then die? We, went, we went through the cat skills and just the first time i've ever heard her go she's like keep going faster i'm like no now i'm worried i'm gonna die <laughs> like these roads are wicked it was great yeah, time. sometimes I, there's a, a certain road in janesville it's angled just right if you if you have route 11 going on to rockport road right by the willowdale there brother mm-hmm. and and uh if i if you it's just the way it's banked i can usually catch her floorboards and scrape them on the road <sighs> if i lean it over far enough 
Oh, and she'll like yell right in my ear. This isn't fun for me. You know, and I'm laughing like an asshole, you know. <laughs> my wife just texted me. She's like, I heard that comment. <laughs> well, we're lucky in the respect that our wives don't watch this. Oh, yeah. She she criticizes my work. She's my worst critic. Mine's in the other room right now. She's probably listening to this, you know, but <laughs> going, you talk like about me. Three months away from getting divorced. So <laughs> get more bikes, you know. Oh, brother. He's moving to serious. <laughs> well, then we've been going on a little about an hour Wait, here. Maybe we have did you, uh, did, What's on that the, good note? <laughs> did you buy a sugar glider? Is this where this is going? Huh? Um, Did you buy uh, a sugar little, glider? One of those little squirrely things. Man. Yeah, no, I know what a sugar glider is. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, no, no I didn't buy it. No, okay. it's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not as cool as I used to be in her eyes. You know what I mean? I hear you. I uh, still think I'm funny and charming, but. You're, you'd be the only one. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Comment below if you think I'm uh, funny and charming, by the way. Yeah, that's right. That's right. In three months, hit him up. That's right. You never know. He's taking Talk applications now. We'll be yeah. at we'll be at Daytona. You never mow. I mean, you never mow. I mean, you never know. Oh, <laughs> oh, is that out loud? I'm sorry. Don't say that. No problem. There, Butter. <laughs> no problem, Buttercup. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I'll I'll edit that out. How's that? Shall I? The more shit changes, the more it stays the same, man. Gotta love you, brother. You know. <laughs> we ain't called the shit show for nothing, man. So, hey, Fry the Biker Man, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. You know, thanks for having me. Hey, man, you're doing us a favor. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I need to get like you two or three subscribers after this. Once you get the uh, once I get the podcast up, you guys need to come on mine. That'd be fun. Love to, it's really been a great time to talking to you guys. Yeah, you've got my number. Just hit us up. And yeah, I'll, I'll get it going. You know, we're uh, we're hitting the big leagues. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Like I said, I, I think it's, I think it's really cool. If you have a bike and you, you know, everybody has a story and that's really kind of the, the purpose of it. You know, it's, it's just, it's just about talking, you know, it's just about enjoying the ride because we all enjoy that ride. So, mm. but no, thank you very much for having me. Well, thanks a lot for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. And everybody keep in mind, uh, watch his show, by the way, watch his uh, YouTube channel. Listen to him on the podcast. What was the pot? We'll, we'll get, we'll, ha I'll get all that. Beyond shit the biker. That's Beyond the biker. We'll have it. Sit in, uh, around on the Apple, tune in and give me Google, support on Sundays shit. because Hollywood's very mean to me. Evidently. Yeah. I said they have to tune in on Sunday and offer moral support when Hollywood's really mean to me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the next time. <laughs> well, anyways, but <laughs> next time. You guys are, uh, when do you guys do that? Your round table? So, uh, we, well, there's the one on Saturday, the independent rider, and then ours is on seven, seven o'clock Eastern standard time on Sundays. Okay. What channel is that on? It's on all three of ours. So we rotate it's on all three. So depending so, on which week it is. So all six of you people that are listening to me right now, go make sure you go on Ride the bikers channel. And when the round table's happening, and if they start giving this guy shit, you flood that comment sections with the biggest <laughs> fuck yous to anybody who gives this guy fucking shit, because he's fucking badass, and anybody that disrespects him is a motherfucker, and they don't know what you're talking about. You heard it here, folks. That's right. I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, right on, man. Well, Brian, thanks, man. Thanks very much for coming on. I'm absolutely we'll, thank we'll you. Definitely guys. stay in touch. And uh, thanks for all you six listeners. Shout out to Dirty's mom. Hey, what's up? And Hi, uh, Dirty's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, uh, we all, first of all, we got the uh, the official I Hate the Vikers Lifestyle podcast muffler stickers. They're actually they're coming out. They're coming out. We're going to do it. We've been talking about it. We've been talking shit about it for a while, but it's happening. Coming yeah. to a bathroom stall near you. That's right. That's right. And uh, keep in mind, everybody, the most dangerous part in your motorcycle is the fucking nut that connects the seat to the fucking handlebars. Peace.